starting with laughter. Maybe we should start the podcast right now, Will, with people hearing you laugh. Will's laughing at himself, everyone. Because how many years have I done this and I couldn't remember how to push record? Principal Matters Podcast, episode 376. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week we bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. And who am I here with today? You're here with Dr. Jen Schwanke, and you have a little bit of laughter in your voice, Will, and perhaps that's because it's you're slap happy because it's the holidays, because it's the end of the year. Um, I don't know, but we're we're ready to have fun. I can tell. Well, I can guarantee you and the <laughs> listeners that I have not started participating in the holiday cheer drinks <laughs> yet. But I will say this, Jen, that it is so fun to wrap up a semester because I know that by the time uh, principal managers listeners are listening to this, even if they take time, if you don't listen to this episode because it's coming out after Christmas, before New Year's, Congrats that you just took a break from the education world. If you are listening to this during your break, then thank you for for jumping into the content and, and just being willing to keep on learning even while you're doing your 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 break time. Or if you're listening to this after the new year, then happy new year because we're just so excited to to step into this every year, Jen, forever, uh, not forever, for the past three or four years, I've done an end of the year review of what's gone on with my podcast or my back in the old days when it was just a blog. And so today I decided... Um, or we decided, let's do it a little differently. Let's bring Jen into the room since you are the Principal Matters co-host and let you, we're going to flip the mic and let you kind of interview me about what has this past year looked like, especially the past six months since Principal Matters has become my new full-time work. So we're going to flip the mic and let you probe a little bit. And I'm going to use that as an opportunity to just talk about what that growth has looked like, and also give some shout outs to some people that have been a part of making this podcast this past year, because you and I have entertained a lot of conversations and guests, including you hosting for the first time this past year, a, a few times. Right. So we're going to, we have to ask our listeners to pretend that Will hasn't done interviewing 80,000 times. And we're going to pretend that Will is new to this and he's going to give us some new information and some stats and some some good numbers. And we're going to pretend that Jen is an experienced lead interviewer. I am not. I did have the opportunity this year to talk to Rob, Dr. Robin Jackson, Dr. Rachel George, Dr. Dustin Miller, and Rob Russell. All of those episodes um, you have you've had a chance to hear already. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning, but I'm going to start Will by saying, okay, you made a big job change this year. You have extensive experience as a principal, as a school leader, um, and then you worked for your state association for quite some time, and then you took a deep breath and you dove into the deep end, but mm-hmm here you are with kind of a new role that's growing and changing by the day. So tell us, what do you do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis with Principal Matters? Well, you can see me and listeners can't, but I'm smiling because the first thing that came to my mind was something that Missy has been saying to me, my wife, since I took this work, which is, I'm just glad we can pay the bills. And so, so, and so it's a low have, bar, low bar. It Missy is a low bar. a low bar. It is, but I just want to... Um, I just have to echo my wife's sentiment, which is, man, I'm really glad I could pay the bills because there is always that fear, Jen, when you're stepping into something new of like, what is this really going to look like when it happens? But um, 
so what does my work look like on a daily, weekly, monthly basis? Let me let me just try to paint the picture. Um, you know, in October of last year, when I announced that I was leaving my position with the state association, we began the the, the job hunt for my replacement, and I'm so glad that uh, the, the Oklahoma picked the Oklahoma Secondary Principals Association hired Chris Legrand, uh, who took my place. He's a good friend from Guthrie, Oklahoma, a veteran principal, and he's been doing a fantastic job working along with my former colleague, Glenn Absher, there at the State Association, as both of them serve elementary and secondary principals. So kudos to my buddies there. But when I stepped into this work full-time, I hosted our we hosted our last state conference in June of 23, and we had like 1,400 leaders from across the state. It was huge. Um, and then I was done. My work was finished at the end of that month. And suddenly, here I am, I'm sitting in my home office with my dog, Ivy, and our cat, Nitro, running around. And Jen, you and I see each other every time. So you always mm-hmm. see my, my craziness whenever I log in with you. But this, this has become my space because most of what I have been doing since then has been virtual work with principals in addition to in-person. So I've done a lot of events this year, but most of the work that I do has been right here in my home. So I'm, I'm just going to give an example from one month so I don't overwhelm everybody with numbers. But just this last month, um, I had 20 events, uh, 17 of them virtual, three of them in-person. And, and you know, every time an in-person event happens, it's more than one day because you're, you're, <clears throat> you're traveling, you're connecting with people, you're recovering. But so, so, if you think about the percentage of the time that I spend in PD, a lot of it is screen time like this because I'm working with groups um, through executive coaching, uh, the Principal Matters Grow Academies, the masterminds that we do, and then keynote events as well. And so all of that has given me the opportunity to just expand the work that I was doing part-time, but now to fill my schedule with it. And so, Jen, it's just been, I have to admit, um, I have found a lot of joy in it. Now, I also have to admit that um, a couple of months ago, I, I ran into a wall. Um, it, I don't know if you've, I mean, you've talked about this, but so I'm just going to tell you, I'll be vulnerable with you and everybody at the same time. <laughs> I, I started running into a wall where um, emotionally, where I began to feel really guilty. Like, I can't believe I'm getting to do this. And who am I to get to do this? Because there are so many more qualified people than me, than than I am for this. And and who am I to be telling people in the tactical boots on the ground work that they're doing, how to do this hard work when here I am sitting in my house or I'm just traveling to events, but I'm not in the trenches anymore. And and I ran into quite a bit of time where I was really beginning to struggle with my own um, mindset in this work, Jen. And you know, it's funny, I'm, I'm just going to tell a story. Um, I came across a quote that one of our... Um, I was at I was at an event. Jack's band was hosting an event at his um, high school, and um, Jack is your son. Just Jack is we, my son. In case we yeah, have sorry. new listeners, yeah. yeah so <laughs> my son Jack was hosting. They were hosting an event at the high school. The, the community had come together, and they were um, they were getting ready to perform their last major performance for the school year. And band, uh, the band director, his name is Chris Harris, was actually a teacher with me years ago. I've known him since uh, we were both young teachers. And Chris was sharing with the band, with the parents that this is one of the best performances that they've had in years. And But he said, you know, as I was working with the band, what I discovered was that 
for some reason, even though they're incredibly talented, they just weren't stepping up to the potential that they had. And so one day he said, I, I just I pulled out this quote and I'm, I just found it as we were speaking. It's from Marianne Williamson and it's a poem called Return to Love. And I'm just going to read the first part of it. And it says this quote, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It, it's our light and not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant or gorgeous or talented or fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? And then the poem goes on. And then this is the part that may or may not fit in every public school setting, but I'm going to read it anyway. And it says, you are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightening about shrinking so that other people won't feel unsure around you. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us, it's in everyone. As we let our light shine, we consciously give other people permission to do the same. As we're liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Now, I didn't even plan to read that to you, Jen, but it was just coming back to me because when Chris read that to the parents and students, I just was like suddenly getting emotional. I was like, what's, what's going on? This is a band. Like, this is just a band thing. And I'm getting emotional. But when I came home, I found that poem and I just looked at it for a long time. And I thought, I think the, the, the challenge I've been running into in this new work is, is being afraid to shine and, and not being willing to admit that I love it and that I'm actually gifted for it and that people are actually telling me they're growing because of it. And so Jen, it was kind of an epiphany for me in the, because it's been a while in my work since I've been in a place where I'm enjoying it so much that I began to wonder if this is the right thing for me to do. And I think the answer to that is that it's okay to actually enjoy what you do when it's, when you're feeling success. So I, sorry, you know me, Jen, I never, sometimes I don't plan to go someplace, but that's where I'm going at this Right. But I think it's important that you went there because many listeners are probably thinking, well, wait a minute, why are, why, why are we talking about this? And I think here's why many school leaders vaguely think I'd like to be a consultant someday, but they don't know what that looks like or sounds like, but it has to be someone who is gifted at it and has the organizational structures and systems. And also will it, I feel compelled to say you worked really hard to get to this point. You didn't wake up one day and say, you know, I'm going to try consulting. You had a blog, you had a podcast, you were doing a lot of this work ahead of time. You were honing your skills, you were increasing your knowledge. And so this wasn't just, you woke up and decided eh, I'll go a different direction. So the reason I think it's important to say that is, um, to have a gift for it still requires cultivation. And so there's many school leaders out there right now who their gift might be working with six-year-olds in their building. There, um, There's other people whose gift might be, um, you know, building a master schedule at the high school, whatever. So I think it's wonderful you found your gift. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to know, knowing how happy you are and how happy this is making you, and also knowing you, I've known you, I don't know, gosh, what, four years now, right? something like that. You're always percolating something else, right? So, <laughs> so I, I know this about you. So what is new and growing? If, if Ivy behind you could speak, what would she tell us, your dog, about what you're working on? What's new? What's growing? Yeah. Well, thank you, Jen, for that. And I'm so glad you brought it back to our listeners because you're, the work that you do right now sometimes 
is filled with joy. And sometimes it's filled with challenge. And none of the things I've been doing have been easy. I have had to schedule my days very closely. I've had to plan sometimes two years in advance for the things to happen that I'm working on now. There are systems in place that have helped perpetuate the things that I'm experiencing right now, Jen. And, but, but things are continuing. And um, let me talk about where we're going. And then I want to swing back if it's okay with you and, and give a few shout outs to some places, some people who have helped make this year so successful with the podcast and the events and work we've done. But a couple of things that I'm excited about moving forward is that now that this work is full time, I've been able to invite more people into the team. And so I want to just give a couple of shout outs to people I call my principal matters associates. And these aren't formal titles or designations. These are people whose work I really admire who do things either um, similar to what I do or better than what I do. And I just love to recommend them because maybe they're, they've got a niche or a, a talent or a strength that I don't. One of them is you, Jen, because whenever you became the co-host on this show, um, you and I have a relationship where if there's like somebody that's reaching out to you for work and you're not available, you'll say right. call Will. And exactly. if I'm not available, I'll say call Jen. Right. But I also know that there are times, there are certain, whenever I step into PD that you're leading, and I've had the privilege to do that in person and also in the series that we've done with Ignite Plus, for instance, and of course in this podcast, it's always so fun to be a student on the other side of you. And so even though I know we, we even though we research and we practice and we, it's like, we've learned the same craft. It's like, when I see you building, I'm like, wow, I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have that skill that Jen has. And so watching you work gives me a chance to see the application in a way that I, I never do it myself. And so there are some other friends who I've invited into our, this circle that on our website, you can at williamdparker.com. If you go to the more tab and go down to speakers, you'll pull up a page that says principal matters associates. And I've been highlighted some people there like Dr. Don Parker, who's just a, a wonderful um, principal in an urban setting in Chicago. And he does a lot of work on building bridges with students or Timothy Alexander, who's a youth speaker and Timothy being a, a, a handicapped, but um, incredibly talented um, athlete and, and life coach just does incredible work with students. Jason Jadamski, who does amazing work in stepping into schools and helping them build school spirit. And also some, um, some of my friends that are, that are stepping into PD now in their own work that I love to elevate. And that would be Nick Davies, who just won assistant principal of the year in the state of Washington. Nick is beginning to do a lot of presentations. Lisa Perry, who also contributes to my newsletter, and she's just a fantastic um, professional development leader. And we will be adding others in the in the in the time to come. Um, a couple of extra people that you're going to see soon are Tiffany Burns and Erica Bear because they do so much great work on conversations with kids. So, Jen, I guess to answer your question, what's new and growing is I'm trying to build a circle of people of of the people that connect with this podcast, and I could refer you to a hundred people that I believe are wonderful in PD. But this circle that I'm including on the on the website are people that I've been close enough to in the work to just really admire um, their results and I and to see that they're doing something I'm not. And so that's one thing. Uh, the second thing I'll say that I'm really excited about is our Principal Manners newsletter. And I forget to talk about this, but I've done a newsletter longer than I've done a podcast. And so if you're listening to this and you've never subscribed to the newsletter, then go to the website and find the subscribe button or just email me at will at williamdparker.com because every week 
in addition to the conversations we have, which we post out in our newsletter at 6 a.m. or 6.30 a.m. every Wednesday morning, thanks to my editor, Emily, who is, by the way, my oldest daughter, and I always have to put in the plug for her, and she's probably editing this right now. Um, and I should say that she is a team member too, and also Aaron Fulbright, who edits my uh, and updates my website. I also never mentioned the, the music that we use on this show, which was written and produced by my youngest brother, Sam Parker. And so there's all kinds of people involved in the work of this podcast. But the newsletter, in addition to the show notes now, has every week a different contributing writer that puts just an article that they've been thinking about in terms of their own leadership development too. So Nick Davies and Lisa Perry and Tiffany Burns and Erica Bear have been contributing to the newsletter every month as well. So you can get all kinds of content there. That's just more than even more than what Jen and I talk about or what our guests talk about. You get a plus when you, when you're a, a newsletter subscriber, because you're getting that, that content too. And again, Jen, that hasn't happened by chance. It's happened with some intention and some hard work to strategize and include that too, but it's, but it's a growing work. So let me ask a question that, that you don't see coming. There's obviously, because there is with everything hard things too, like you said, hard work, but is there anything that you have that you miss about being in a oh building or working for your association? Yeah. I think it's, it's, mm -hmm. to, you know, it's fair to say that to, mm -hmm. because it's so different. I mean, yeah. I've, we've all had lots of different jobs in our lives probably. And there's always something you leave behind. So what do you think about that? You know, I, I, I just had this conversation um, recently. I, and I can't, I can never answer a question without a story. Sorry, Jen. But so if you, so earlier uh, uh, we're, you're listening to this at the end of the year, but um, I'm thinking about uh, an experience that I had in November when I was in Maryland, I got to connect with a, a retired friend of mine, Dave Sandwich, who is was from New Jersey, and now he lives and is retired on the Chesapeake Bay in Maryland. And after I spoke at the conference that evening, I went back to have dinner with him and his wife, and he took me out on the water, Jen, on his sailboat. And it was just a glorious opportunity. The weather was perfect, and and I was like, well, here I am in the middle of in the middle of the ocean, this bay when I just spent a whole day presenting and what a, what a privilege and a gift. And he asked me that very question while we were on the boat. He's like, what do you miss about school? And I said, okay, Dave, I know that the answer that everybody always says is kids, you know, I miss the students, but here's what I'm going to, here's, here's, and this maybe shows you my personality. I said, but you know, that feeling that you get when you've worked all summer long on a master schedule and you've hired everybody that you can to find high quality people and you've had your parent orientations and you've had, and the buses all show up and the kids come in and everybody's doing school. And this can be the first day of school or the third month of school. But that moment when you're walking through your school and everything is working, I miss that feeling because right. it's just, there's just so much joy of going, we built this. And I love that feeling. But, but I think Jen, the reason that I, and I'm thinking about this as I'm saying it to you, I think that's why I like this is because I love building things and I love seeing how they work. And so that same joy that I found in that work as a, as a leader, in some ways I'm finding it now, even though it's not walking through the halls of right. a building with a thousand people. Let's take a moment to thank our sponsors and then we'll be right back. Support for Principal Matters comes from Aptigee. 
More than 3,500 school districts have switched to Aptigy since 2016 for one reason. Aptigy powers the identity of your school. We all know that communication is important, but what are you communicating? If it's just information, you're missing an opportunity to build a school brand around your strengths and values. What I love about Aptigy is how they think and talk about communication as a critical component of building your brand that engages your entire school community. With the Thrill Share platform, Aptigy brings everything you need for school marketing and communications together into a single mobile app. Write a story once and send it across your school website and mobile app, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, text messages, and voice calls. By making it easy to share stories about your strengths, you can control the conversation around your brand. Learn more about Aptigy at aptigy.com and tell them that Principal Matters sent you. Support for Principal Matters comes from DigiCoach and it's walk through tool. When Kathleen Beckham was a district director, she would walk through classrooms and see teachers engaging students in learning or observe elements missing in their instruction. And her biggest challenge was finding the time to give those teachers meaningful and helpful feedback that they would value as coaching and not correction. In the past, Kathleen spent hours and follow-up email exchanges after informal walkthroughs. But that all changed when she discovered DigiCoach. She now has a tool that can help her send immediate feedback from her phone or her tablet. DigiCoach is a fully customizable tool created by school leaders for school leaders to not only collect walkthrough data, but also ensure every teacher receives ongoing support, feedback, and coaching. It features thousands of pre-written research-based commendations and coaching tips that can be included along with your own observation comments and a follow-up email ensuring all teachers receive effective and timely support. Are you ready to make the most of your walkthroughs with a tool that saves you time and enhances meaningful feedback to your teachers? Go to digicoach.com to learn more and please tell them Principal Matters recommended you check them out. That's digicoach.com. I have a, my principal friends, we used to joke about, and it was 930 every day. It was 930 because school started at eight or whatever. And, you know, there was always a bus thing or a sub thing or whatever. And then you hit your flow, right? And my, my friend Scott used to call it golden hour. He'd say, enjoy your golden hour peeps. And it would be 932. I don't know, sometimes 931, sometimes 1030, <laughs> sometimes 330. But it was when everything was flowing. Everything yeah. was good. And there that is a wonderful feeling. And for many principals, I think there's like a, well, I what do I do if there's not a crisis? Mm-hmm. And the answer is you enjoy it. So hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't tell you how guilty I felt as a principal when I first had those golden moments. So yeah. just what am I I'm supposed to be doing something here? Right. There's and a then, fire to put out somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've got my extinguisher. Let's go. Yeah. But there isn't and, one. Right. And then six or seven years later, when I would meet a new admin that felt guilty, I would say, listen, you're gonna feel guilty in the and I didn't call it the golden hour, but I'm stealing that from you, Jen. Um, I said you're gonna feel guilty in those times when suddenly you've got some freedom. I said, but I want you to think about the guys over at um, at the fire station, that when those first responders are called out to do their hard work, when they get back to the station and they're cleaning their cars or they get a chance to work out and rest, they always know the bell's going to ring again. Yeah, They always know. 
Yeah. And I'm just and, telling and, you as a leader, that bell is going to ring again. So you just enjoy it while you got it. Well, and I think some principals feel guilt and then they also feel like somebody might be judging them. Mm -hmm. Their guilt is compounded because they think it, it, you know, might reveal something. And that goes back to that imposter syndrome. But yeah. to use your analogy, there isn't a single person that says, boy, those firefighters are lazy. Right. right <laughs> they right. earn every moment that they get to not fight a fire. So I yeah, think that's right. a, that's a great thing for people to keep in mind. There's not, if you have a pause, ride the pause, it's fine. Yeah. Well, Jen, I don't, I know you're interviewing me, but I want to just take an opportunity if it's okay to, to give some thank yous um, for this past year, because as we wrap up this year, I, I first of all, I just want to say some thank yous to um, the groups and the organizations that have brought me in virtually or in person. And I'm not going to name them all uh, because that would just take forever. But I, I did some number crunching before we stepped in today, because this was helpful for me. But in the last six months, and I'm not even going to go back to the groups I met with earlier, just because I, I, I was just trying to focus on the growth since this has gone full time, because that was the easiest for me to pull the numbers on. But I've done um, 11 full-time virtual PD groups and um, four different executive coaching members that aren't a part of those groups, but some of them are separately. Um, so 141 leaders have been meeting with me consistently this whole semester. And I'm just so grateful that I get to see them on a consistent basis virtually. But then I also crunched a few numbers too, because you and I have done some virtual PD together within ASSP. And I had some invitations to be on other people's podcasts. My friend, Frederick Buskey, uh, my friends, TJ Vary and Joseph Jones, AptG invited me on. And so I was trying to get some numbers in my head wrapped around that. And I have no idea. I have no idea how many people we've interacted with through, through all of that work. Let's say 500 total, you know, through, through all that work. But then I've had a few PD opportunities to go in person. And I always try to estimate low when I'm in a room with people, but I was trying to crunch those numbers too, Jen. And I've probably seen 14, 1500 people just this year in those in-person events. So, you know, that's, that's a couple of thousand folks that have been involved in either letting me speak into their lives online or in person, but then listen to our podcast stats. This is what blows my mind. And I'm going to just give you the numbers for November because we're, we're, we're publishing this out in December, but as of November the 10th, we've had 1,365,810 downloads to this podcast. And that's historically. So for this, just this past year, it was 475,316. Wow. That's amazing, Jen, that that much content has been pulled from the current and the archived work that we've done, which is an average of 30 to 40,000 downloads a month, which is about 10,000 downloads a week. Now I, I try to keep that in perspective and I'm like, okay, what if it's the same people that are just downloading all of this? Well, even if it's the same people, that's about 2,500 listeners. So on a monthly basis, we're hitting the ears of maybe 2,500 leaders. And I don't even want to do the math on the number of kids that affects because it doesn't take long for that to be at least a million. If you, if, even if they're all small schools, you know, or if they're between small average and, and large schools. So for the 4,600 to 5,000 people that are being touched by the work of Principal Matters in person and virtual trainings through our podcast. But for the schools that are being influenced, that just makes my heart so full just to think that maybe we're a small part of the conversations that people are having um, with the, with the people, with the, with the schools that they're serving and influencing right now. So if you're listening to this 
thank you for being a part of this community. Um, Jen, I also want to just give some shout outs because we've had sponsors for the first time too. So AptoG, School C. Um, school CEO, the, their magazine, um, DigiCoach, Peer Driven PD, Summer Pops Math Workbooks. And I have a new sponsor that um, just this week, uh, we uh, reached an agreement and they'll be coming out in January. So I, I won't name them yet, um, but we'll celebrate them when the new year begins. Um, and so, um, but Jen, we had 41 guests on the podcast so, this past year too. So yeah, we were talking offline before we started recording. And um, I think there's some that you have to say, you have to name them. I want to name 41 them. guests. Yeah, yeah. I, I know that this may be like, this may be the point in the show where people want to just hit fast forward because Will was reading names, but. But, but it's the who's who. It's the it is. who's is... who of principal matters. It's the WWPM <laughs> is what this is. It's, it's a guest yeah. list. So, and here's so, why it's important. Well, I know you, you're feeling a little bit of guilt that you're reading these names and you're worried you're going to bore people. This is why it's important because listeners might be like, you know what? It's holiday break. I want to hear that episode. I'm going to go on the website and I'm going to find that one, that name. So let's honor your guests and give people an index of what they might go back and listen to. And so I'm, go. I'm so them. glad you said that, Jen, because yes. because in the show notes with this post, I usually put a list of everybody I'm getting ready to name right now and the link to that show. So this is a really good opportunity for you to go back if you missed this. But we right. just didn't, and I'm going to read them from the January all the way through the year. So this isn't alphabetical. This is in chronological order this year. Thank you to Jason Jadamski, Eric Tornfelt, Michael Alpert, Mary Beth Bowling, Amy Nall, Josh Spikes. Nahid Bardai, Tyler Vosser, Brittany Kyle, Pete Dunlap, Helen Kelly, Scott Beck, Sissy Goodridge, Brooke Tuttle, Carling Thomas, Robin Hamasaki, sorry, Robin, Jared Johnson, Brian Miltonberg, Gary Carlson, the Palo Alto admin team, which includes Brent Klein, Jerry Berkson, LaDonna Butler, Eric Ola, Michelle Steingart, my friend Frederick Buskey, John Boyd, Timothy Alexander, Cheryl Stepp, Don Parker, Lisa Perry, Kel Burke, Erica Bear, Tiffany Burns, Phyllis Fagel, and the people you interviewed, Jen, Dustin Miller, Rob Russell, Robin, Robin Jackson, Rachel George, and then two more that will be the episodes that happened right before the end of the year, which was Donna Hayward and James Flynn. So in Jen, even when I'm reading those names, my I get my heart gets so full because those represent leaders that are just doing amazing work in schools and organizations across the U.S. and the world. So this is quite a volume of important content that you're you're compiling here, Will. I'm I I always hate saying I'm proud of you because it I don't want it to be condescending, but I'm very proud of you, Will. You're my friend and a and a colleague, and I'm I'm proud that you have the courage had the courage to make this jump. I'm proud the impact you're having. I'm really proud of our podcast because that's a lot of downloads. I'm proud that people are listening and it reaffirms what I know about school leaders, which is they want to absorb the perspectives of other people. They want to learn. And it doesn't mean that they're going to run out and do everything that we say. It just means they're going to broaden what they think about when they think about their work. Well, thank you, Jen. And as we wrap up, I can't help but be the teacher. So if it's okay, <laughs> here he goes, everybody. <laughs> because, because... <laughs> I'm just like one of those people that's like, if you could just give me a moment, can I, can I add something for you to put in your thinker as you wrap up your year? And so I want to talk about goals for just a moment and, but I want to do it in the context of no guilt. Okay. 
if, if it stresses you out to think about the new year and setting goals, and that just seems like something else to put on your plate because you've already got so much to do, it's okay to just rest, relax, do the hard work that's in front of you. But I'm a person that kind of thrives on goal setting. So if that also is something that would be helpful and motivating for you, I want to point you to a free resource. And this is a resource I've used now for the past probably four years. And it's from a friend of mine who does, actually, we've never met in person. I've just used his content for years. But Michael Hyatt years ago put together an assessment called Life Score, and it's free. And you can go to assessments.fullfocus.co slash life score. But you know, I'm going to put a link in the show notes, Jen. Right. Um, and so, but but there is a free assessment that you can just take to see like, how am I doing in my own growth areas? And there's several areas that are covered in that life score. I'm going to read them. They're intellectual goals, physical goals, financial goals, spiritual goals, social, parental, marital a vocational goals. So all of those areas are, are are touched on in that in that life score. And Jen, that's been a ritual for me now for a long time is usually between Thanksgiving and, and New Year's, I'll sit down and take that assessment and I'll be really honest with it so that I can see where am I in those different growth areas and where do I want to grow moving forward this coming year. So I'll pick one area for you. I won't bore everybody with all of them, but like this past year, I knew I wanted to do some good reading and I wanted to grow intellectually. And you would think that my list would just be full of education books, but actually this year I made a goal to try to learn a little bit more about other cultures and other people. So I wrote down several um, titles um, that would help me to kind of expand my thinking a little bit. So I ended up reading, for instance, some books on, uh, worldwide culture. I read a book on Chinese mythology by B. Hayes. I wrote a book called Empires of Indus by Alicia Albinia. Um, but I also did some fun reading this year. I read uh, the novel Dune for the first time. I read Cloud Cuckoo Land by A. Dwyer. I, I read some learning books like Designing Your Life by Bill Burnett and Dale Evans. And I, of course, um, picked up a book that I've been using in my trainings called that I had actually not read before called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni that people love to talk about. So I finally read it myself. So I'm using it. So I'm just giving you that example because um, most of those books probably wouldn't have been read by me had I not set some goals. And so that's just a, a small little sample of of how important it is, I believe, for each of us to think about where we want to grow and then what are some practical ways that we can actually do it. So Jen, I know you've got some of your own habits and things that you do too, but as we wrap up, I just wanted to kind of um, invite people to think about where they want to grow this next year too, because all of the things we've been talking about in the show this time have been, you know, how are things going for you, Will, in this new work? And that the the fruit of of all that labor really comes back to the beginnings of that which all began with setting goals and in 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 coming up with systems and plans that would help me reach them right and you know goals have to follow with action and i think you're a great example of that you set the goal and then you think okay what's the first step okay what's the second step 
what's the third and so on. So thank you, Will. Thank you for letting me interview you. And we are at the cusp of, believe it or not, 2024. So we need to wish our listeners a great new year mm -hmm. and tell them they've got to come back in January because there's a lot of good things planned for Principal they, Matters. They, you do. You do need to come back in January. And Jen, um, as we wrap up, I just want to say to Principal Matters listeners, thank you so much for being a part of this community. I know that at the beginning of the show, I read that poem to you that was inspiring to me. And I hope I'll, I'll try to put a link to that in the show notes too, but I, I hope that it's an inspiration to you as well to remember that you have been given gifts and it's okay to let them shine. And, uh, and this is just a good time of the year to be grateful for where you are. And if you're sitting in a moment of the year that you don't feel like there's a lot to celebrate, um, I don't want to be that person that's um, also not acknowledging that sometimes the seasons of our life are really hard and it's okay in those moments too, to just acknowledge, man, things aren't turning out like I thought they would. But even in those moments to, to look for those things that we can be grateful for and we can celebrate. But Jen, if there's anyone listening that would like to collaborate, coordinate, dream together, grow together, you know, I'm going to invite them to reach out. So you can reach out to me at will at williamdparker.com. Jen, how can they find you? Yep. You can find me at jenschwanky.com or just email me at jenschwanky at gmail.com. All right. Well, folks, thank you for the opportunity to celebrate with you as we wrapped up this year and think about what's coming next. And thank you for um, taking time to learn because I know that every time you tune in, you're giving us an opportunity to learn with you. And as I always say, Jen, as we wrap up, thank you for doing what matters and we'll see you next time see you everyone have a great new year you can find free resources like this one at my website at williamdparker.com check out the services link on williamdparker.com to learn more about leadership academies mastermind offerings and executive coaching if you're planning professional development for the year ahead or you're looking for keynote presentations from any of my books, please email me at will at williamdparker.com. Thank you for learning together today. And thanks again for doing what matters.